a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Last night, Congress passed the Defense Authorization Act, making the appropriations for the military for the next year. Remember, the money actually has to happen and move somewhere. There's a lot of confusion about what is done, what isn't done. How is that helping or hurting the military? What is the impact on our national defense and security and the rest of the world? A lot of questions asked. Not too many answers just yet. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Very pleased to have back on the program once again, Elaine McCusker, Senior Fellow at the American Enterprise Institute. Uh, She's former acting comptroller for the Department of Defense and always helps us work through all of the highs and lows and information, disinformation, misinformation, confusion (laughs) that often surround how we fund our military and our Department of Defense. Uh, Elaine, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So there have been so many things that going out there. I think it's easy for us all to get confused. We have uh, the NDAA. We have continuing resolutions going on. We have an omnibus spending package to fund the government. Uh, but let's kind of get in one. Where are we, particularly as it relates to, to the Department of Defense and that defense spending? Yeah, so a quick update on where things stand, because as you said, there's been a lot of things happening over the last several weeks. So the federal government, including the Defense Department, has been under a continual resolution for the last 77 days. As a reminder, the CR is what happens when Congress does not pass annual appropriations bills before the end of the fiscal year and essentially extends last year's funding and priorities into the new year. The current CR expires today, December 16th. Congress has repeatedly reached a budget agreement and intends to enact a huge omnibus appropriations bill before Christmas, as you just said. That's good news, as there was also a push by some members to extend the CR until the new Congress convenes next year. Congress has also just passed another continuing resolution to last through December 23rd to avoid a government shutdown while they finish the omnibus, which is still not completely a done deal. Yes. Meanwhile, defense continues to lose more than $200 million a day in buying power, Mm. not to mention the last time. And this does not include the latest requirements to replenish DOD stocks and support Ukraine, for which the administration requested close to $22 billion for DOD in late November. So this is not the way government should be operating. Um, and interestingly, Congress has also just um, indicated what the defense top line should be for the fiscal year, because as of last night, they passed the defense authorization bill, sometimes called a defense policy bill with a top line of just under $817 billion for defense. 
Unfortunately, as you said, the Pentagon can't spend an authorization. They need the appropriation. Um, but this does indicate where the defense top line should be. All right. And that's uh, it's so frustrating. Uh, we, I've, I've been harping on the fact that Congress just needs to do its job. It, it's one of the very, very few things that is specifically outlined. It is, you know, get all of that done, get all of those appropriations built done. You get it all wrapped up before the end of September. Uh, this is just not rocket science. And, and as you said, those continuing resolutions are just devastating in so many ways. Uh, on one hand, you have a whole bunch of stuff that continues to be funded uh, that either isn't needed uh, or is completely obsolete, and it's money we don't have. Uh, and then on the other hand, you have the problem that you're describing with defense, and that is the buying power uh, is so reduced, and there's no way to pivot uh, to new projects or to to pivot away from projects that maybe we decide aren't the right ones. Uh, this uh, continuing resolution till the 23rd, we're calling that the uh, mini-mini kicked the can down the road <laughs> uh, by just giving them an, an extra week. Uh, so as, as you look at those top-line numbers then um, – in terms of what is likely to be a part, a portion of a three thousand plus bill, a page bill uh, of about one point seven trillion, uh, as you kind of get a sense of what's within that framework, there, uh, what are some of the things you're looking at? What are some of the things that uh, that have you concerned? Yeah, you know, I mean, it is interesting that, as far as I know, we haven't really changed the annual calendar, and so. The fact that Congress is caught by surprise every September 30th, that <laughs> the fiscal year is ending and that, wow, their job should be done. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's something that I'd really like to see the new Congress um, start off from the beginning, acknowledging that they do have this fundamental responsibility, and that is called the annual appropriations process. And within that responsibility, the only sort of mandatory thing that the federal government has to do and that only it can do is national defense. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And yet each year, almost each year, we see time go by where we're losing our competitiveness. Um, we're, you know, we're, we're losing money. We're losing time. So much so that um, just you know, over the last few weeks, the Department of Defense leadership came out and put their thoughts on the damages of long-term continuing resolutions in writing and said things like, you know, um, it will cause specific harm to our people and our programs, cause harm to our national security and our competitiveness. They talk about impacts on things like training and pay and hypersonics and readiness and modernization. And from my experience, this is serious stuff for national security, for our military, for our allies and partners, and for industry and communities across the country. And so, again, as the new Congress gets organized and looks to next year, I think we really want to see a focus on uh, FY24 defense budget request that reflects real requirements, real growth, accounts for serious inflation numbers and supports you know, sort of all the things that we need to do going forward and kind of attach that right from the beginning, not waiting until the summer and then starting to say, oh, we're not going to get our job done on time. So DOD start planning for not being able to do your contract, not being able to do things like, um, you know, uh, contracts for long range hypersonic weapons or the Army's armored multi-purpose vehicle 
long-range um, capabilities. So there's a lot of things in there that I think um, we'd like to see them get after. Now, on the other side, you know, one of the things that holds up our budget deal is this idea that we need to have parity between, between defense and non-defense spending. And that is actually mm-hmm. what I understand to be one of the, the standouts for this year's agreement as well. And I do think that that needs to be addressed, that needs to be attacked. But you can't do it in mid-December when you're already in the <laughs> continuing resolution for 77 days. So I really would like to see Congress get after that and get rid of that. But the time to do that is not now. And the time, you know, now is the time to actually enact an appropriation. Yeah, that is uh, is such a crucial thing. And, and again, between the fact that it, they're just supposed to do the appropriations in the budget and then the defense is the other thing that's really articulated in the Constitution. Like these are like the essence of the essence of your job <laughs> requirements <laughs> for Congress. And so we, we can't get surprised. And, you know, if you look at those nine months from January 1st to September 30th, uh, I think we ought to get a new member of Congress go to the floor every day and do a countdown. I mean, maybe that would help. You know, when I was the comptroller, I used to put a post-it note on my door that said how many days until the budget was released and submitted to Congress, because that, again, is something that the department is required to do at a certain time. Now, sometimes during election years, you know, you kind of have it come out a little bit late. But I have this countdown post-it note on my door to remind us that, guess what? This is happening. <laughs> You know, and it was our, you know, part of the comptroller's key job is to roll out that budget request. Yeah. And we were going to do it on time. And I think if you if you said, too, I mean, our um, country's founding documents, like, for instance, the Declaration of Independence lays out our self-evident truths of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. A strong national defense is foundation to all three of these. In addition, you know, it's made clear in the Constitution that the only mandatory function of the national government and the only exclusive function of the national government is national defense. And so the situation we find ourselves in, honestly, is both disgraceful and embarrassing, in addition to being damaging. Yeah, the the damage, I think, is so crucial. Uh, It is embarrassing, and and it is important in terms of our strength and positioning around the world. We have many allies around the world who are looking at us, questioning, do we have – the U.S. Does the U.S. have our back, and are they capable of having our back? Uh, and a lot of this creates confusion rather than clarity, and that always undermines trust. And uh, uh, Elaine, here's what we're going to do: we're, we're going to launch this on this show right now. We've we figured it out. <laughs> so starting on January first, uh, we're going to do it. We're going to count it down every day, uh, and just remind Congress how many more days they have to actually do their job. Uh, and maybe we'll maybe we'll hire some uh, intern to go around and post it on every member of Congress's door of how many days they have left. Uh, so it's two seventy three. It's two hundred seventy three days from the first of January to the end of September. Um, that's plenty of days uh, to get it done. It, it is, and we can maybe even help be helpful and overlay that with their planned legislative calendar. So, how many days are you going to be actually in DC doing your job? And, and which and is another issue we need to address. Time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great stuff as always. Elaine McCusker from American Enterprise Institute. Elaine, always appreciate your perspective on this. Uh, and we can have some fun with it, but this is deadly serious and important national and international impact, uh, starting with our own security here at home. Elaine, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And so we are going to start. We're going to call it the Congress Do Your Job 273 Day Countdown Act. And every day, We're going to get somebody to use a number that can let every member of Congress know how many days they have left to do their job. 
Uh, and as uh, Elaine pointed out, uh, we can have some fun with that. And it's heart attack serious as well, especially when it comes to defense. One of the other very few specific responsibilities that Congress and only Congress has. Uh, and they've got to get these things done and they've got to do them on time. It starts January 1st. It shouldn't start in September and it surely should not be going on in the middle of December. 273 days from January to September. Congress, do your job. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.